there isn't anything you can't do once you align yourself with God's will, the thoughts of doing it. And once you do that again, what happens is your body goes through a transformation. This is all written in the Bible, folks. It's not a matter of just going to church or listening to a sermon. Welcome to the Health Quest Podcast, your guide to God's will for good health. Hi, my name is Dr. Sal, and I've been a practicing doctor and surgeon for well over 30 years. And my goal for each episode is that you'll be able to have your mind transformed to God's design for your health and hopefully affect the way you eat and the way you live. If you're new here, we release a new episode every week. And if you enjoy the content, would you please leave us a good review? It really helps our ratings and allows us to be able to reach out to more people and hopefully in turn help them with their health issues. Thank you for your support. On today's episode, we'll be talking about movies and how these movies send out the message that we've been talking about in these last few episodes and basically support God's word and God's philosophy. So let's dive right into today's health quest, shall we? Let's talk about two movies that I like to um, to discuss. And one of them is Ben-Hur from the 1959 movie series with uh, uh, Charlton Heston, which back then won 11 Academy Awards. It was an epic film that took about three hours. And a more recent film that came out called Father Stew with Mark Wahlberg and Mel Gibson. The two movies even though one was of a, a, a different era ben-hur takes place 2000 years ago and it was the life of a jewish prince in judea which was back then palestine that somewhat paralleled that of jesus christ and the movie was fascinating because it talks about this man who had everything and he was betrayed by his best friend and his mother and sister, who he loved so dearly, uh, were taken away and mistreated and put in a Roman prison for well over five years. He was then somehow found guilty of something that he did not commit or, or uh, was involved in and was put to the gallows in the ships. Back then, what they would do is put you in the gallows where you used to row in the battleships. Well, they would basically work you to death and it was believed back then that you couldn't survive more than a year. And of course, he survives three years. The woman that he starts to fall in love with, whose name is Esther, starts telling Ben-Hur after he somehow came back uh, because he saved one of the Roman uh, officers' life and he gave him freedom as a result of that. But he had all this anger tied up inside him. He was very very angry and hated everything that was going on and that had happened to his life. His whole life was taken away from him. His mother and daughter were taken away and they developed leprosy. The, he was frustrated and Esther started noticing his anger and even questioned him, what have you become? What has happened to you? Now she goes and sees Jesus Christ given these sermons. And she said, Ben, you have to see this man. He, he, he speaks in a way that 
No one, no rabbi before him has ever spoken. You've got to listen to his words. And, and Ben-Hur was so upset. He says, I'm not going to go listen to this guy. Look what they did to my life. You start to see the anger and the hatred literally being portrayed physically. And throughout the movie, the Romans and what they would do to people is they wanted them to stay angry so that they could use that energy to get them to do work, even if they, they worked them to death. And, and the Nazis kind of did that to the Jews as well. They would get them angry and frustrated, knowing that they couldn't fight back. Um, and of course, they would make them work to death or eventually get them to the point where they would just take them to the gas chambers. But to use that anger and that hatred and saying, hey, we can make this work for us. We'll just get them to do the work until they just expire. And that's it. We just throw them overboard and it's another wasted life. Of course, we are more meaningful in God's eyes. Um, but also, just remember what Christ was telling us along the way. We're not going to get to that ending yet because now I want to jump over to Father Stu, which is a much more modern um, movie that takes place. I, I believe the movie came out a couple years ago. But it's uh, the life of, uh, of a young man who, as I mentioned in one of our earlier podcasts, especially with uh, BE like children, where you know children come into the world and they're completely innocent. And they have no judgment. They have no opinions. They, they, they're, they're just like aliens coming into this world, trying to learn everything about our world. So they're consciously aware of everything that they're doing, even though we don't think that they're learning anything. But every minute while they're awake, they're constantly absorbing everything that's going on around them. So they don't have time to think. Children don't think. They don't have these repeated thoughts of anger and frustration and fears going on within them that we've called emotional pain that's as a result of our false self or our ego. So we see this exemplified in the movie Father Stu, and, but in much more modern times. We start to see more in Ben-Hur, more the externalization of this anger where we have to understand that the things that I've been trying to teach in these episodes or in our podcasts, how it starts to manifest in the life of this man, of which, of course, was a true story. And Mark Wahlberg plays a wonderful, wonderful role in portraying this. And I always say a good actor is somebody that can make you believe that there's somebody else. And he does exactly that as well as Mel Gibson. And you see this as a young man growing up in a broken home and a broken family. And even though he's got this cheerful attitude, he's hurting inside. He's going to the bars, he's drinking, getting into fights, trying to get work, uh, trying to set up goals which keep failing over and over again until he decides that he wants to become a priest. And even the church at that time didn't want to take him because of his past history and then something happens later on, which I'm going to leave that up to you to, to watch. But in the end something keeps coming up in both movies. And that is, so here's a 1959 movie, and then you have a movie that came out just a couple years ago. And the idea of Christ saying, forgive them for they know not what they do. And Father Stu makes the statement towards the end of the movie that, that's very powerful, that's very impactful. And that is how our inner nature is constantly being renewed daily. 
And that's why what I keep trying to tell uh, my Christian friends that salvation isn't a one-time deal only. It is a continuous process because we're always fighting with those so-called demons within us. And those demons are those angry thoughts, those thoughts of fear, uh, thoughts of worry and anxiety. These are the idols that God has talked to us about saying, don't worship them. Because that's what we do. We worship them. We put them forward and we become fearful of making any changes in our lives. And we're afraid of letting that go because we identified with it. We think that that's who we really are when it's not. That's an acquired self um, that has, has been influenced by external forces such as our parents, the schools, the friends that we hung out with when we were children growing up. And even in adulthood, what we're being exposed to through social media, um, we talked about um, various support groups and law firms and, and harassment policies, but all of the stuff that we see going on today um, through social media, the creation of these avatars that Sherry Turkle talks about in her book, Alone uh, Together, and she was the head of the Department of Technologic Ethics at MIT, and she's saying how we create these avatars which is really this make-believe person of what we're not, and we put it out there, and other people start to see it, and then we start feeling a lack of self-worth, thinking that we somehow made a mistake in our life. And we start worrying about the future, and, oh, look what's happening to these people. They came from my neighborhood, and now they're billionaires. And, and in essence, and they've got these charitable organizations, and, and half of that is lies, if not more than half, maybe 90%. The key is, is to take our issues up with God through prayer, through meditation, through hypnosis, changing the mind in such a way that we realize that we're special in God's eyes. Because once we undertake this journey of pursuing good health, I've said this before, we can have stressful events come into our lives. And of course, we have a tendency to blame God for it and say, hey, everything was going wonderful, and then why did you let this go? Why did you let evil come into my life, and, and now it's disrupted that? And God's always telling us, hey, if you read the book of James, God never tests us. He never has to. We're his children. When, you think, when I hear somebody say, oh, God's testing me, God never tests us. God doesn't have to test us because God knows who he is. He knows what he's capable. And God doesn't think anything evil. He doesn't play games with people. Now, in the book of Job, Satan goes up to him, and of course he plays, you know, he gets involved in a, in a, in a bet, in a wager. But it wasn't God that did anything bad to, to Job. It was Satan. It was the forces of evil that came in. All God wants from us is that during these times of hardships, during these times of suffering, during these times of stress, to maintain our faith. But more so than that, don't play the helpless victim. If your mother is ill and you, you backslide a little bit and you let go of your health because you're taking care of her, see that as a blessing. And you might say, oh my God, now I've got to try to get myself back into shape. Take the challenge. Take away all that fear, all that anger, all that resistance to say, I don't know if I want to go. Get that motivation back up because you know what? You're doing God's will. And that in of itself should give you gratitude that there's a benefit to all of this, especially to your health. So when we 
backslide or we undergo through these troubled times, that's when we get closer to God or God is pulling us closer to him because of the fact that he just wants you to realize that you have the power, you have the authority once you align your will with his. But remember, you have to put your intent and your purpose and your discipline into action. That's where we have to put in our role. You know, even if you take a look at the Sistine Chapel, you see um, the work by Michelangelo uh, where God's reaching out towards Adam, but then Adam is reaching out towards God. There was an old song by uh, Kenny Loggins. Uh, It's called Meet Me Halfway. Meet me halfway. And so the objective is, is that in one respect, God will do for us, as Leonardo da Vinci said, God will give you anything at a price. That's Leonardo da Vinci. That's 500 years ago. I mean, the man's brilliance. But he realizes that God's going to give you something, but it's going to come at a price, and that price is a sacrifice on your part. And the discipline of you doing what you need to do to align yourself with God's will. Once you do that, God will create the magic and it will happen. But in doing so, you start to alter your body's biochemistry. And that's the way God made us. The objective is to get back to that point. Now, we talked about uh, Ben-Hur. We talked about Father Stu. I will bring up Star Wars. I will bring up um, uh, The Matrix. Because what people don't understand is we think that these are science fiction movies, but believe it or not, when the authors of these movies uh, wrote these out, their intent was to send a message. And that message was, you have to believe. Uh, Morpheus keeps telling Neo, you have to believe. And Neo says, I, can't, I, I don't believe, I can't believe that, it, that I'm the one. And God's saying the same thing to you, you have to believe. If you're my child, you can do it, but you have to do it. And in the movie Star Wars, when Yoda tells Luke Skywalker to do something, after he told him, oh, I've got the force under control, I know what I'm doing, and then he couldn't do it, he goes up to Yoda and he says, well, I can't believe you did that. And he says, that's why you fail. You have to believe that you can do it, but you have to do it. You have to force yourself, you have to motivate yourself, and that is doing the will of God. That's on your part. Again, your true self is capable of doing it, but once you start doing it, then you develop this resistance. And that resistance comes in the form of judgment. It comes in the form of an attitude. Well, maybe it's not going to work this time, or I'm getting a little bit too old. Maybe I don't have the time anymore. There's, there isn't anything you can't do once you align yourself with God's will, the thoughts of doing it. And once you do that again, what happens is your body goes through a transformation. This is all written in the Bible, folks. It's not a matter of just going to church or listening to a sermon. Do your own studies and and begin to understand that the verses that we're talking to you about, especially in the Gospels, of what Christ was telling us. You'll hear motivational speakers use these same principles. These these are the principles that, that, that God laid out for us. This was the Word of God. This was God's philosophy. Watching these movies helps you to reinforce, especially when you pick up the messages, you begin to realize that these are messages being sent. Now, to to tell the story of Christ over and over again, yeah, you could watch The Passion and you could watch some of these movies like Ben-Hur over and over and over again. But now we've we've added a little bit of modifications, but even um, King Arthur in the Knights of the Round Table, there's stories of these that, that portray 
and and send these messages that you have to 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 pick up by watching it a little bit more closely try to get these movies spend a little time with your family especially your loved ones it's a good way to watch something that's um that's that's not only exhilarating but also self-motivating and with that i'd like to thank you for joining us on our podcast if you like our content please go to um, our webpage and give us a good review so that we can increase our ratings so that we can reach out to other people so we can help them in their quest for help and we're now going to start moving on to ways of changing our lifestyle and with that i want you to have a wonderful day and god bless